Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 93. I am Steve Heinrich, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other tidbits I find interesting. This episode is being recorded on Wednesday, November 4, uh, 13th, 2019, and will be released on Thursday, November 14th, 2019. Uh, visit pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links if you want to follow along or leave any feedback or get in touch. Uh, yeah, it's all at pixelswim.com. So uh, yeah, I'm recording this a day earlier on a Wednesday. Usually I'm not uh, recording on a Wednesday, but uh, the 14th, November 14th is my uh, anniversary with my wife. So this year it will be 10 years. <laughs> so we made a decade. We made it a decade. So uh, just uh, shout out to my wife. What a great 10 years. So here's to the next. All right, so let's dive into our weekly feedback notes and links. Feedback from episode 92 is uh, from MeWe is uh, Simon Nobbs, who left some feedback about the phone suggestions. Thank you to Simon for that. He says, uh, hi, Steve, great show, no static this week. Uh, he says, sorry to hear that the LG G6 has finally been put to bed. I think the lineup of replacement phones on your list is a good broad range. He says, his my daughter had the Moto E5 Plus for a while and was very pleased with it. It's a good device for the money, great battery life. Unfortunately, she managed to damage it beyond repair. With the insurance money, she decided to get the Moto G7 Plus. It's a really nice phone, a great all-rounder, and the speakers are amazing. It's even managing to keep up with the best for security patches. Having recently got the October update, I would definitely recommend the G7 Plus to anyone. I still think the best device on your list has to be the LG V30. It's a little bit, a little bigger than the G6, but it's light and feels good in the hand. Uh, and in parentheses, put ladies, you know the procedures. <laughs> Which great flossy reference, but anyway, he says it has good battery life, great cameras, really great audio through the headphone jack, but it's but not so much uh, for the speaker which is really the only slight negative. Uh, he says, from his own, from my own experience, I can, can't can recommend it highly enough. I shall be interested to hear which way you decide. So yeah, thanks, Simon, for reaching out about that, for the feedback on the Moto E5 Plus and the G7 Plus, which I had to respond. Unfortunately, did not get an official release here in the U.S. So uh, yeah, but I did start looking at the Moto G7 Plus a little bit more. Uh, well, I'll get to that in a little bit, but I think that's it for the feedback this this time uh, from the last episode. Uh, so thanks, Simon, for that. If you, again, if you want to go to pixelswim.com, you can jump over to all of the social media links and, and show notes page uh, comment section if you want to leave any feedback. It's always appreciated. So thanks again. All right, so with that out of the way, uh, let's dive into this week's LG G6 Weekly Report. Welcome to the LG G6 Weekly Report. Okay, so as Simon kind of said, I am slowly putting the uh, LG G6 uh, to bed, <laughs> so that we're not going to be long for that device now. I'm still using the Moto X4 as my daily driver right now, and so the I don't want to make this the last LG G6 weekly report yet. I uh, will be taking it into work with me as a second device tomorrow. I had to have to shoot some video, uh, so I might take, or I'm going to take the G6 in to get some B-roll footage. So uh, that's not dead yet, folks. Uh, but it's uh, it's it's pretty much out of being my my daily driver at this point. So yeah, again, this isn't the last LG G6 weekly report. I'll make sure 
<laughs> that everybody knows when that is. So, uh, But that's it, though, for this week's LGG6 Weekly Report. All right, so let's uh, dive into the main chunk of the show here. Really, I'm not sure how much, <laughs> how long this episode will be, but uh, this is the main chunk. Uh, it used to be, I, I feel like I used to talk about this all the time before I got the LGG6. I think a lot of my episodes on this podcast were dedicated to trying to find a device and I some of the I don't know how I did it uh, talking over an hour sometimes about looking at devices and, and the pros and the cons and stuff like that and I think I mentioned it last time it's not the most fun thing for me in the world to search for a new device but uh, it does help me to hash it out here on air so uh, let's just kind of go over the previous list of devices that I was looking at potentially getting so we have the Moto E5 Plus, the Motorola One Action, the Motorola One Zoom, the Nokia 7.2, the LG V30, the LG G7, and the LG G8. So that was my list last time. Now I have narrowed it down here, so I'll just go through them one by one here. So the Moto E5 Plus, I decided to eliminate that one from my list. I did almost buy it though, because <laughs> there was a listing for $79 of one on Swappa, so I just uh, I almost went with that one uh, and just to try that out because that's uh, the, easily the cheapest way into my list here was this Moto E5 Plus, but uh, I decided that it would probably still be uh, too slow and frustrating of an experience on that device because it is in the Snapdragon 400 series. Uh, for basic things, it would be perfectly fine, but I've found myself using Google Maps quite a bit, and even with uh, uninstalling the updates like like I was doing for the LG G6, uh, and even with using, I, I don't really want to have to step down to using the Go version of Maps. Uh, that runs through the Chrome browser, uh, just because of, I'm really I'm trying to upgrade here. So I've just overall I thought the E5 Plus, outside of its battery life, was uh, there wasn't really many other positives. So I decided to eliminate that one from the list. Uh, the Motorola One Action, I decided to eliminate that one from the list as well. Uh, I did watch quite a few more camera reviews on that one because that's uh, one of the main selling points of it. Uh, it does. The, I wasn't really that impressed with those camera reviews and the results that I was seeing with that. Uh, and I did actually go to Best Buy again recently and tried that one out because uh, they actually had it on display there. And yeah, just it was just okay. You know, it's got a giant uh, cutout hole in the front. Uh, which is kind of interesting and different, I guess. But uh, yeah, just overall, I just didn't see it uh, being the one, uh, especially for the price of it. But uh, I think it's $349 right now, uh, which isn't too bad, but uh, if it wasn't the top value. Uh, so the next one on my list was the Motorola One Zoom. Uh, this one I decided to eliminate as well from the list. Again, not super impressed by the camera reviews that I was seeing. Uh, just not the, you know, not the 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 best. Uh, it's a mid-range camera, you know, and I'm used. To, I'm got a little bit spoiled with the LG G6 camera a little bit, even though I know that's not the the best camera out there. It definitely for me was a very good camera, and so to go down to a mid-range mid-range camera, even on a newer device like the Motorola One Zoom. Uh, even with the multiple cameras on that, it's still I I just didn't uh, didn't uh, see myself really enjoying that. I think I think uh, 
that the camera ultimately would let me down in, in certain circumstances, even though I'm not like a big photographer, but I just have certain circumstances that I really uh, want the camera to work well. So in the Moto G6, or the uh, LG G6 has been that for me. So the Motorola One Zoom eliminated. Uh, next on the list was the 7.2, the Nokia 7.2. Uh, I decided to eliminate that one as well from my list. Again, uh, not that impressed with the camera reviews. They all uh, have these, the Motorola One Action, the One Zoom, and the Nokia 7.2 all have uh, not too dissimilar camera setups. I think that Sony sensor that's out there right now, that 48 megapixel one that seems to be on every device these days, uh, especially mid-rangers, uh, these, uh, it's, it hasn't been very impressive. And I think the thing about the Nokia 7.2 specifically was that it has no OIS on it. It is not optically, uh, no image stabilization, optical image sta stabilization, at least through the hardware. So uh, and and the Motorola One Action uh, did, doesn't have that either, but the the camera, the action camera that I looked at on the back of it, uh, has electronic image stabilization, kind of a special, <laughs> specially coded one, I guess, for that action camera. But either way, the Nokia 7.2 has been eliminated, and sadly, the LG V30, I decided to eliminate that one as well from my list. I did almost actually purchase the LG V30 at one point. I had it um, pretty much ready to go, but I was just a little bit hesitant about it. I think the biggest thing about the LG V30 was I was concerned about the longevity of the device because it already is a couple years old and uh, it has the Snapdragon 835 in it, which is a few generations back. And, 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 I, and the same with the Moto E5 Plus. I'm kind of wanting to upgrade and move forward a little bit, so I just... Couldn't, yeah, I just couldn't get myself to pull the trigger on the LV th V30, LG V30. <laughs> Man, all these phone names. But either way, the the like I said, the longevity of it kind of concerned me about using it long term, even over you know for putting another year on that device could potentially be uh, taxing on it and uh, not give me the the best experience at uh, moving forward so but thank you again simon knobs uh, suggested that one as well highly recommends it but i just decided not to so those are all the ones i eliminated from the previous list that i had the lg g7 and the lg g8 are still on the list i got i bumped those over to my updated list so moving on here uh the updated list is actually goes as follows so there's four devices now uh, the LG G7, the LG G8, again, those were bumped from my previous list, so hey, they made it to the next round, but, so then I also added the Moto G7 Power and the Moto G7 Plus as well uh, to that list. So, uh, with the LG G7, uh, the concern I have about that one is the battery isn't as big as any of the other ones on the list here. Uh, it has a 3000 milliamp hour battery, but I've read that it's not too bad, and again, that one has a Snapdragon 8. 845 in it so I think it would have a decent amount of use left in it and then the LG G8 uh, the battery has permanent adhesive on it if you watch Jerry Rig Everything's video of the teardown of the LG G8 uh, it's the one he couldn't recommend the device because as far as repairability goes because uh, LG used a more permanent adhesive under the battery but uh, with that said uh, he was able to get the battery out 
so I'm not really too concerned about the battery having permanent adhesive. Yeah, there's potential, potentially dangerous if you bend the battery too much, but uh, the you know it's it's not something that's going to stop me from from buying the LG G8. I still would replace the battery in that one if I had to, and of course. The LG G8 has the Snapdragon 855, which is one of the more recent Snapdragon models of processors. So uh, moving on to the Moto G7 Power, uh, it has a bigger battery. Obviously, that's uh, the, the power the power friendly or the battery friendly Moto G7 in the Moto G7 series. So the it has a 5,000 milliamp hour battery, a, a Snapdragon 600 series. Again, I'm sorry, I don't know the exact 600, but that's where it is. Uh, uh, kind of comparing this one over the Moto E5 Plus that I was looking at, obviously the the Snap the uh, the processor is better. Uh, the cameras, from what I've seen, is much better. The fact that the Moto G7 Power has a USB-C port is very helpful. The Moto E5 Plus, I guess that's one of the things against it as well, was that it still used uh, micro USB. So uh, USB-C on the Moto G7 Power is very good. And I actually did kind of look at this one at Best Buy as well. They had that one on display and uh, I almost, yeah, I was on the verge of getting it there because they had it on sale for $179, which was a very good price for this device, especially it's not that old right now. So uh, I just decided against it at the moment because I just felt it was too big and I wasn't ready to make any sort of decision about it. Uh, that kind of brings me to the next one, uh, next device, the last device on my, my current list of four devices here is the Moto G7 Plus. Uh, this is one that I've looked at in the past. Uh, it hasn't had an official release here in the U.S., uh, so that you can't officially get it uh, on any U.S. carrier or unlocked in the U.S., So, or at least the U.S. model version of it. Uh, and I was scouring the PSC forums today, actually, uh, before work, and saw that uh, people were talking about the audio quality on the G7 Plus, because it wasn't really on my radar uh, until today. So I saw some people talking about it, and I saw uh, Kurt Coffin, or Court Coffin, I believe is how he pronounced his first name. Uh, he was mentioning that he had purchased the Latin American model, uh, and uses it here in the US and so I thought I would find out from him uh, what the model number that he got is so I can do a little research and see if it'll work for me on T-Mobile so thank you so much to Kurt or Court today he uh, messaged me th uh, throughout a couple times today uh, with some information about the the Moto G7 Plus uh, the Latin American model to, so I could sort of dig in and see if it would work for me on T-Mobile here in the USA uh, he gave me the, the Latin American model number, and he also said that he uses it on uh, just fine on AT&T. But uh, obviously there's a little bit of difference between some of the bands uh, that T-Mobile uses. And uh, Kurt, he did send some, some information about the bands as well. So just super helpful, Kurt. Just thank you so much for, for providing all that information because ultimately it got me digging into... Uh, finding out what you know if there is a model of the G7 Plus that I could use and and after digging uh, and I'm not sure how I missed all of this but uh, there is a 
a version of the G7 Plus. Uh, T-Mobile actually repackaged the G7 Plus and the, as the Revelry Plus. So basically, it's a carrier-branded phone, a T-Mobile-branded device that uh, is essentially the G7 Plus. Uh, and obviously, it has all of the T-Mobile bands and you know fully supports everything uh, on the T-Mobile network. Uh, so that was kind of a surprise to find out that they they had repackaged it because they I guess they also repackaged the G7 Play as just the Revelry. Uh, so basically, they took those two Motorola models, the G7 Play and the G7 Plus, and created T-Mobile branded versions of those. Uh, it is slightly different in design. The 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 Revelry Plus, uh, which is the G7 Plus, uh, the Oh, the camera hump on the back of this Revelry Plus is actually has a more oval shape as opposed to round shape like the Motorola version does. Uh, there are also software differences in the T-Mobile version of it, uh, mainly that they kind of take over the Google feed on the, uh, the swipe left on the home screen to kind of put in more T-Mobile stuff in there as well as uh, loading the phone up with other T-Mobile stuff. And I think the biggest thing that I noticed about this after looking into it a little bit more is that this, the Revelry Plus does not come with the Moto features, the Moto actions. So it's actually, it's the G7 Plus minus a lot of that good Moto, uh, good Moto stuff like the Chop for Flashlight and the Twist for Camera and all of the other stuff that they've been releasing with the Moto devices recently. Uh, I know that's not recent stuff, the Chop for Flashlight, but uh, it's pretty much been coming out on every Moto phone though lately. So uh, that's kind of turned me off a little bit to the Revelry Plus uh, as far as getting a G7 Plus. It would, if I wanted a G7 Plus, this would be my best route because it does support uh, all of T-Mobile service and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's decent. Uh, I do like the idea that the camera on the G7 Plus has OIS on it and it's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, the audio is supposed to be pretty good too. Uh, the one thing that concerns me about it is it does have a 3000 milliamp hour battery. And, uh, but I, I think it also is, has a Snapdragon in it as well. I think it's a 636 in this, uh, Revelry Plus. <laughs> so kind of a strange thing to see. You don't see, uh, carrier branded phones too often these days. But, uh, again, I'm not sure how this slipped through the cracks because I did see that Miriam Joar actually posted a, a YouTube video about this back in August. Uh, something that I didn't uh, <laughs> kind of glossed over at the time because I didn't think that I would want a carrier branded uh, Android phone, but uh, turns out it's the G7 Plus. But uh, either way, that's again my list right now is the LG G7, the LG G8, the Moto G7 Power, and the Moto G7 Plus. And to be right off the cuff right now, I think the LG G8 is still. Uh, or I shouldn't say still, I mean, I mentioned in the past that it was at the top of my list. I think it still is. I think uh, it's still the one that I kind of want to go for, uh, the one that I'm going to be able to use <laughs> and create the LG G8 weekly report for. So we shall see how that goes. But uh, yeah, the again, I've narrowed it down to four devices now. I, I still think, again, leaning towards the LG G8. Uh, just because I've the LG G6 was a great device, but I bought the LG G6 when it was slightly older as well, so it's not exactly uh, a fair comparison. So I think if I get the G8, 
uh, you know, I can definitely get easily get a year out of it, if not more than that. And uh, I think it would be a, a good device, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully next time I'll have more news or I'll try and post something on Twitter if I end up going with the, any of these devices. So uh, you never know what could change overnight. You know, these, these devices, there's so many you know, phones out there to choose from right now that uh, I'm not sure what... Uh, you know, what could happen <laughs> tomorrow. So, uh, but yeah, there's, I've kind of weighed some other options as well. Uh, potentially not getting any devices was, was, was an option. Uh, and, and I kind of thought about, uh, because I do have that iPhone 6s, I kind of thought, you know, let's, uh, let's wait on getting a new device and try and use that as your daily driver for a while. Uh, I still haven't gotten myself to do that. I'm still in the phone search mode. Uh, potentially I would do that at some point. But And the other thing that kind of crossed my mind as well is uh, because Windows 10 Mobile and Windows Phone officially is unsupported at the end of the year, I did think about doing one last hurrah and throwing my SIM card back in the Lumia 950 and using that until the end of the year <laughs> and uh, just kind of going with that to, you know, just like I said, one last one last go at uh, Windows before it's over uh, as far as support goes. I know the phone won't be completely useless at the end of the year or after the end of the year, but, uh, you know, it's just kind of one of those nostalgic things that uh, potentially is an option as well. Uh, and the thing is, is I can still get a new device and still do the iPhone thing or the uh, Lumia 950 thing. But uh, yeah, I think that that's just where I'm at right now. Uh, again, any feedback or any other suggestions is always welcome. Uh, and uh, we'll see where we're at next week. All right, so let's wrap things up here on episode 93 of the Pixel Swim podcast. Thank you again for tuning in. If you want to leave any feedback or get in touch, head over to pixelswim.com as usual. So thanks again for tuning in. It's always greatly appreciated. I can't believe people are still listening. We're, we're creeping up here on 100 episodes in almost two years of doing this, which I cannot believe. Uh, it's been very cool so far. So uh, anyway, uh, have a great afternoon or evening or drive home, or drive to work, or commute on the train, or taxi, or Uber, or Lyft, or whatever sort of vehicle you're in when you're listening to this. So thanks again, and Godspeed.